Hello and welcome to the Facts and Truths on Women's Rights podcast. We would like to advise our audience that this may bring up unwanted memories, so this may be a trigger warning. Before we get started, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Jade. And my name's Georgia. Let's get started. Question one. Georgia, what do men misunderstand about women? Some misunderstandings men have about women are women have a different way of communicating, women aren't as needy as they seem, and our emotions aren't always easy to control. Women have a different way of communicating to people than men, because us as women, we tend to be more considerate about that person's feelings when we say something. But a man simply just says it directly how it is. Women aren't as needy as we seem because for some time women needed a man to complete them and help them do the dirty work. But women are strong, even the ones that seem needy. Even though it's great having a man to share our lives with, it doesn't mean women can't survive without a man. Women's emotions aren't always easy to control because some women don't really mean to cry or they just can't always help it. The tears are real and they sometimes happen for the serious reasons like watching a movie or getting a greeting card. But women are pretty good at recovering quickly. We do sometimes need a man's shoulder to lean on for a couple of seconds and get reassured that it's just part of us as human beings. How do you help a woman of domestic violence? To help a woman who has experienced domestic violence from their partner, you need to help by making time for them, starting a conversation, listen without judging, learn the warning signs, believe the victim and offer support. Making time for them is important because it allows them to open up about what they are experiencing. Talk to the person when it's a calm and safe environment and don't leave the conversation because you have other commitments. Starting a conversation should be done in a certain way. Bringing up the subject is most likely going to make that woman shut down and not talk. So starting the conversation with, I've noticed something is different or off about you, will help that person open up and talk. Listen without judging is a key aspect in helping someone who has experienced domestic violence. You can occasionally ask a question when they are talking, but it's always best to just sit down and listen to her and consolidate how she has been feeling. Learning the warning signs is also a great idea because sometimes that woman is always in conflict and it's hard to get some alone time with her to talk. The physical warning signs are bruises, marks on her neck, black eyes and injuries like sprained wrists. There are also emotional warning signs like low self-esteem, very apologetic, fearful, anxious and loss of interest in once enjoyed activities and hobbies. Believing the victim is paramount. A woman that is a victim of domestic violence feels like she won't be believed, so when she does talk about her situation, it's good to nod your head and say, I believe you. Offer support is the next thing you must do when a woman has come and told you that they have experienced domestic violence. You can call the police, shelters that women can go to so they can live in a safe place, social services, attorneys, support groups and counsellors. Jade, I will now ask you a couple of questions. Why are women seen as unable to do a job a man would normally do? Well, Georgia, girls are told to not go into a certain job field by teachers or even students. This is mainly because men are better at getting a higher grade and studying, which will make them able job to have a higher pay, whereas women tend to do jobs with a lower pay because of how they were taught in school. Women are always caring for their children when they're sick or need help while men work. This impacts the women's pay because they need to take leave and have a part-time job. Black women and Hispanic women have even lower pay than 
contribute to their race. What defines a woman to not be able to get a job a man can get? They apply for a lower class job because it's a safe bet for them. So they know they might be able to get the position since it's not a hard job to apply for and do. Since women mostly take care of their children when they are sick, they choose a job that is flexible and offers part-time, but in a senior role, it's less likely that would happen. If a woman does an occupation which is a senior role, majority of the co-workers are male, which can lead to women receiving sexism and harassment. Now, Georgia, what are examples of stereotypes about women? Stereotypes start at a young age. Stereotypes in children include girls must play with dolls and boys must play with trucks. And colours are also directed at each gender, such as girls being associated with pink and purple and boys are associated with blue and green. In a woman's early childhood and teenage years, their stereotypes are girls are better at reading and boys are better at math. Girls aren't interested in STEM projects like boys and girls are told that they need to be thin and beautiful to impress and appeal guys. As adults, women's stereotypes include women are seen as weak when they don't get out of an abusive relationship. When women don't want kids, they are seen as if something is wrong with them. When a woman is assertive, they are seen as bossy or other terrible names. And when a woman isn't seen as feminine, they are seen as lesbians. What sexism and hate comments have women received? Some sexist comments include telling a woman to smile, using sexist language and not standing up and helping a woman being sexualised. When telling a woman to smile isn't just sexist, but it's rude. A woman is seen as always happy and laughing, but this isn't true. She might be going through a tough time or something serious. So thinking and saying something like that is sexist because a woman shouldn't always be seen as happy. They are humans too and deserve to have their feelings recognised. The most common insult to a woman is feminine or girly because some women don't see themselves as that. And it's not the not right to be quick to judge. Sexist comments include take it like a man, man up, or don't be such a girl. These comments are sexist because people are comparing a woman to a man when she does something right or wrong. Not standing up and helping a woman being sexualized is just wrong because more people need to help a woman when they see them in distress or being harassed by a male or being called sexist words because it doesn't matter if you're with your friends or your family. If you see a woman in need, helping her is better than just listening and forgetting about the crisis at hand. Jane, let's talk about gender equality and equal pay. Why don't women get an equal pay and how is gender impacting women in school and work? Well, Georgia, it's also known as a gender pay gap. The reason why women don't get an equal pay is because of discrimination, manager being biased when handing out a co-worker's pay. Since women are a company that is seen for men, they tend to work in a female-oriented job, which means the pay is lower just because since some women like to work or leave work to take care of their pay as well. At school, children are being taught the male and female occupations they can do when they are older. This means girls are already being influenced by gender inequality. They are being told that they can only do jobs that a woman can do, and doing a man's job isn't good or the right. When girls go to high school, they sometimes drop out of high-class math or other subjects because they have been influenced what job they should pursue as a woman. This means women are less likely to pursue a job in science, STEM, technology, engineering, and mathematics. What would gender equality look like in schools? To help promote more equality in schools, teachers should be reflective, giving feedback to students, 
using gender-neutral language when appropriate and explain the context. Being reflective is a great skill to have while teaching, especially in a co-ed school. Being reflective can mean that when a teacher sets a seeing plan, it's diverse or giving students the same opportunities. Getting feedback from students, especially girls, is key because they might notice something a teacher says or does that the teacher is unaware of or asking questions to students which will help them know you validate them. Using gender-neutral language is a great skill to help break the barrier of stereotypes. When teachers create an assignment, they can include a female construction worker or soldier, or when talking to a class, instead of using guys or ladies, use gender-neutral pronouns like the word everyone. Explaining the context means teachers can pick up on stereotypes that other students say in class. If a teacher hears students saying, you play like a girl or man up, it's important to point that out. It's actually a stereotype. Thank you, Jane. We've answered all our questions, so thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you would like to hear more episodes from Kildare College, you can check them out at our own podcast page. The link is in the show notes for this episode. This podcast was produced by Jaden Georgia for Kildare College in partnership with ArchD Radio and Podcasting. The music in the episode is from Blue Dot Sensions. Thanks for listening. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel to hear heaps of other school episodes. Bye. Bye.